Welcome back to another exciting and inspiring edition of True Crime, Fashion and Passion. Today, this is one of my favorite designers for since I even before I even got into the fashion industry. Stephen Burroughs was a huge name. He had this perfume called Stephen Burroughs, Stephen B, and it was B is for Burroughs and Break Him Free. And I remember seeing that ad as a little kid. And he was a, he's an African American designer and and black designers we would come. That was in the 70s. Um, and I would watch him and see, wow, he's so creative and so handsome, and I want to be a part of that lifestyle. It really was the first time I thought of a fashion designer and I thought of a brand and a lifestyle. I didn't think of a brand at that time because we didn't even call it a brand at that time. But, you know, it was a designer, and they had this whole lifestyle. It wasn't just about clothes. It was this feeling of exuberance. And I think you are going to find that same captivating and funny, funny, funny stories. Oh, my gosh, you're going to love these funny stories. He has the craziest stories. You are going to love these. Sit back. Pour yourself something to drink, get something to eat, and get ready to have fun with my co-host, Pat Cleveland, and I and our favorite fashion friend, Stephen Burroughs. Be us for Burroughs and break him free. Hello, hello. Naeem Khan is here. I am so excited about our next guest, Jay, Jay Alexander. Alexander. New king yes. of New York Fashion That's Week. That's right. Raul Peñaranda. Stop it to make me blush like a white woman. <gasps> what was that inspiration again? So inspiration was Norman Norell. Oh, I think what motivated me to keep going was paying the goddamn rent. How do you get to be the king of New York Fashion Week? Yeah. When you are the underdog and you don't care... I was trying to scream. I was trying to tell everybody, I'm here. Worked with a genius like him. You make things that are made by hand. It's craftsmanship at its best. That was kind of a routine that you knew how to do a deal with the timing. Oscar one time said to me, focus in the product yes. and let the product speak for itself. Yeah. You know, the real Miss J on yeah. Instagram, you know where to find my black ass. I love you guys. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. I am really excited about our next guest, legendary name in the fashion business. And as we talked about before, it's always about friendship and fashion. And one of my biggest passions is the friends you meet in fashion. And I'm going to let my co-host here, Pat, take a lot of this on today because this is one of her best friends through all the years. They've been through so many stories and I want to hear all of them, <laughs> although I've lived through many of them. I want to hear more gory details than I ever was a part of. Well, Stephen Burroughs, you know, you're the one who put us all in that world, the Stephen Burroughs world with the colors and the block prints and everybody was like integrated. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I can't believe it was the beginning of everybody recognizing different types of people. And you just brought it right on up there into the face of Vogue and New York and you set the pace of all the music, dancing to the show, <laughs> having your models teaching us how to walk, the Stephen oh, Burroughs twirl. The Stephen oh, Burroughs, it was a Stephen oh, Burroughs twirl. It's not a Pat Cleveland twirl? Attitude. Attitude. <laughs> he gave us the right attitude. What do you think about all of those things like that just came up for you? I mean, you were, you know, you're from Jersey and your mother and your grandmother your mom, Octavia, and your grandmother set the pace for you like when you were really young before you yes. went to school because they inspired you so much. And, you know, they, they gave you something, power, in, in learning well, about it. my mother something. didn't like the idea that I was going into the arts. 
Oh, <laughs> but my grandmother did. Yeah. And she put me in dance school. That's when my mother hit the roof. Oh, my gosh. Really? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> dance school. Dance. Nuriev, what? Did they know that you were a little... <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Men in tights? What's Men wrong with that? Men in tights. wrong with that? But I wasn't into fashion at all. No. Even though my two grandmothers, my both my grandmothers were sample hands at Cardi Hannigan. Mm. Harnigy. That's something. That's really history right there. You know, two ladies working in fashion. I think that's how my parents met. Oh. Uh, of course, my grandparents were friends. Oh, that's interesting. <clears throat> and they used to live on 39th Street, mm. where the Port Authority is now. Oh, dear. That's some New York. Because my middle. whole family's from New York. Oh, there. That's where we are down here in yeah, the studio. Yeah, that's where we're the fashion where we're district. At. Back you in the no, exactly. exactly. Well, I always thought <laughs> really? it was like I the prostitute and hustler district no. over there in Port Authority. <laughs> <laughs> but then I grew up in Newark, New Jersey. Yeah, uh, mm, and good. had a great set of friends there who we uh, we loved in high school. The mambo, the dance, the mambo, the Latin music. Yeah, mm. and every Sunday we would go to the Palladium on Fifty Second Street and Broadway. And hear all the new Latin bands that came out that played there. It was some great time. So music has always been sort of an inspiration for you. Yes. Mumbo. Well, I was going to be an art teacher. I had no interest in fashion Mm -hmm. until I went to school in Philadelphia at the Museum College of Art in Philadelphia. Oh, cool. Very cool. And I had to pick a major. Mm -hmm. So... I decided on a walk through the school, we entered the economics room, and there was a room full of mannequins, forms I'd never seen before except for one my grandmother had that she had that was a wire Mm. form that was not at all like this form that I saw in the (laughs) classroom. And I said to myself, well, maybe I should try my hand at fashion designing. Oh, How'd that work out for you? Lucky for me. I'm telling you, beautiful clothes. So I... (laughs) <laughs> Transferred to FIT and started there in 1964. I graduated in 66, and I got my first job before I left FIT. And then they asked me to come back and work there full time after I. Who was that? Who'd you work for? As Weber Originals, a blouse oh. house, a company that made blouses. <gasps> I'm wearing one t- of your blouses today. 525 Seventh <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> 520 remembers the address. Right? There you go. But they gave me a sample hand and a room and said, do whatever you want. <gasps> Wow. wow. They don't do that these Lucky. days. Yeah. This, uh, that was another time. Yeah. In the last century. Exactly. Just the 21st century. Yeah, that was, that was, that was the 20th century. <laughs> I think that was the 20th century. Okay, so then you had that in all those garments and things. You just changed the face of fashion, Steve. B is for burrows and breaking free. I know what you well, mean. at the same time, my friends at FIT, I was making clothes for myself because I couldn't find what I wanted in the store. So I, it was only pants and T-shirt. Mm. But then my friends at FIT, T started asking me to make make some for them. Mm-hmm. And after a while, it got so busy doing that that I quit my job, <laughs> which I did, mm-hmm. and went into custom making until one of the artists who bought my clothes named Jim Borkus decided to open an art bazaar in New York. He was from Brazil. Mm. We love Brazil. Ooh, but he was American. Brazilian. Yes. Aye, aye, aye. And he wanted to open an art bazaar, and he thought my clothes should be part of it. And he asked me if I would join this sto- shop he called O Boutique. Oh, my God, the famous O Boutique where Cher met, came and all the musicians came there to buy your clothes. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I never shopped there. Where was the O Boutique? 
The old boutique was across Park from- Avenue South and 19th Street. Really? Yes. Wow. Right oh, okay. Down the street from so that's Max's like Kansas City. Max's oh, yeah. Kansas oh, my City gosh. across the street. Oh my God. And wasn't there like a Betty Davis, wasn't she? Like yeah. One of the ladies. Well, she. I met <gasps> Betty Davis when she when I was in high school uh-uh. at the Palladium, mm-hmm. and we became good friends. I had no idea she wanted to be a singer because I thought she was she was so beautiful. She was like a model. Uh huh. So. Oh, crazy! Like I, I just I think like the yeah, stuff I mean, I'm already I'm is, even learning, and I, I think know, I know everything. You didn't know about that Betty Davis situation. <laughs> Betty Davis wanted to be a singer. Huh? I didn't know, know, and then she did. <laughs> <laughs> she was always very supportive of African American talent. She right. didn't see the difference. Like she, Patrick yeah. Kelly too. She was a big fan of Patrick Kelly's mm. and yours, obviously. So mm. wow! And did you help her with her singing career? <laughs> no, I never knew she wanted to be a singer. Uh, from the time she disappeared after a while, and the next thing I knew, she was a singer. Uh-huh, dreams come true. <laughs> Maybe it's because of and the way she was, she was dressed. To Miles Davis. That's because that dress made her get married to him. I'm Betty sure Davis was married to Miles, Miles Davis. Davis. How do I That's not how she know got the this? Name Betty Davis. Davis. Betty Davis. Her name is Betty Mavery. Betty Mavery was his friend who wanted uh, to be a singer uh, 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 and married uh, 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 to what? <laughs> what? Miles Davis. What? Oh my God! What a story! This wow. is big time. Did you know that? Did you I, know that? I, I, knew I, I think I know everything. I like I'm being educated today. Educated is right. You oh did, my gosh! About that draping he did on her and those things with yes. those beautiful, um, sort of like fringes, fringes on leather and and patches and colors. I used to glue leather strips to <laughs> Matt Jersey. Absolutely, I wore and make one of fringe those. dresses. Fringe dresses, and they. Were I remember crazy those. Oh my God! Yeah. Oh my <laughs> yes. God! And you did Glue, actual glue? Yes, he did yeah. it for the Supremes, for Diana Ross. The Supremes. Ms. Ross. Not oh, before she was, was Ms. Ross. Not when Ms. Ross was with them, after she left. Mm, that's Jean great. Terrell. Wow. wow. The Supremes are favorite. Ain't no mountain high enough and ain't no fringe <laughs> long enough <laughs> to keep me from you. Yes, oh, honey. Keep it yes. on. Keep going with that. And all those legendary people who came into your life across there from Max's Kansas City at the boat boutique, and it was Cher and and she was like one of your customers, you know. She loved you. But she used to hang mm. out with Joe Schumacher. Oh, that's oh yeah, that's I, that I, that's where I come from. Actually, the person who discovered me. Oh, Joe. Jo- really? Oh, really? We didn't know that. Yeah. Out on Fire Island. Oh well, that's oh well, a honey. Oh, that's a different story. I that, think that's <laughs> the artist was paradise. It? Oh, yeah, that, isn't it? Designers. He came up to me and said, "We at Vogue like your style. Oh and we, yes. Would you let us take pictures of you? Oh my God! And wow. That's something that. Came up and you had Naomi Sims in the clothes and your entourage all dressed yeah, and in the Perry beach. Carrie Diamond said she was going to bring this beautiful black model. Oh, and it turned out to be Naomi Sims with purple yeah. eyelashes. Eyelashes and purple. Oh my dark, God, that had to be the seventies. Was that the seventies? Yeah. Yes. yeah. Oh my God. She was gosh. the beginning. Sixty-eight. Mm-hmm. 68, 68, wow. I have a picture of them on the beach. So beautiful with those fringes. Oh, my. We need that picture. Wait, we have to show I that have picture. It. Yes. Beautiful. <laughs> oh, my God. The purple eyelashes. You know, it's so funny. We think of that. We would think of that as so now and so ahead of the time in like 
68. Like yeah, everything has been done. It's just a matter of who's doing well, it and Stephen how it was done. Did and it. how it's Stephen done. did it Stephen first. Stephen did it and inspired yeah. a lot of designers to do it. Yes. <laughs> he was doing it. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's how you get discovered. And yeah, the that's Twiller, right. uh, not the Twillers, the what's you it called? Discovered. The Rambles. The Rambles? No, um, what they call it out <laughs> there? No, the Bush. The, uh, what do they call the, that the out bush, there? The, the, the Bush. No, the one when you went around the back. Yeah, yeah. Not the Rambles. What were you doing there? The, the meat, meat rack, rack, the meat rack. Oh, yes, don't go yes. there at night. Yes, that's okay, how you that's, get discovered no, in Fire Island in the always. 60s. Not always. <laughs> they had those beautiful house parties. And the tea dances. The tea, and the tea dances. dances. Oh, Fire Island was a magical place. Oh, my God. No cars. No just cars, designers. just and deers, reindeer. And deer. No <laughs> headlights. No headlights. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Have, we but have, a lot of white lines. Yeah, well, we did <laughs> dance a lot. White we lines. danced. The boat would come in and everybody oh, would honey. be waving. And then that Remember? hotel oh, with my the, God, the floor boat would be oh. moving. The music was so good. Boom, 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 oh, we boom. would get dressed up. Steven. And each group had their own DJ. Oh, that's right. A time the music was rampant. I mean... The DJs were just becoming big, and they formed a group called... Don Finley. Don Finley was one of them. No, the guy from... um, Oh, we can't think of it. We'll we'll think of it. Uh, He was there, but he had a group. And so I know Don Finley was not a part of this group. Was he a part of the... He was part of the... Record pool. Yeah, the record pool. The record oh pool. my God. And they had that specific music and it would turn. They would certain... get all the music first for yeah. the DJs because uh-huh. the DJs were just becoming big influences. Mm-hmm. So this is even before Richie at studio. This is like oh, yeah. way oh, before this. Way before. Yeah. In Paradise Garage. And there used to be a club called to- Tabletops up in Harlem where oh. the Sweet Inspiration would sing every Saturday night. Oh my God. And you could God. go there and get dinner mm. at four o'clock in the morning. Mm. <laughs> it eats my idea of dinner. And eating American breakfast. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Wow. We used to go dancing at the loft and all of these different places. Oh, oh what is the name of that club? I can't think of it. But and so Calvin and Donna right. weren't even around yet. It was yet. your raids when you first did the loft. The, the loft. loft. Yeah, I'll never said, forget yeah. the loft. Oh my god. That was called Charades oh, yes. in its first incarnation oh, at ninety second and First Avenue. Right. I'll in never the... forget the loft. Oh, wow. Wow. We dressed up. This is not only fashion history. This is gay history. This, this is, is like New York history, history dance, dance history, night, club dance, history. Dance, dance, dance. Because those clothes were for. And dancing. so, who were the musicians then? Like, what was the, who was who was the songs? It was before Donna Summer. It was before oh, all yeah. that. Oh yes. I love to love you. Motown. Motown. Wow. Stylistics. The Philadelphia sound. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Sound. Do, 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 Memphis do, do, sound. Do, 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 Dusty Springfield. No, before that. Oh, before really? That. Oh, yeah, because that was the hustle. That's no, the that hustle. was disco. That was before And Janis Joplin. Yeah. Wow, okay, yeah. yeah. Talk so, about fringe. She knew how to wear some fringe. Fillmore East. Fillmore East, yeah, okay. Fillmore East. Again, all Janis before my Joplin. time, but I, 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 yeah, I, I we dream were there. of it. Stephen lived next door to the Fillmore East. Don't you remember that? Yeah, that building around the corner. Around the corner in 7th. No Street waiting online. In the East Village, it was so that building got blown up. By the way, I know. Oh I'm my glad God, I wasn't we're, in it. Uh, me too. <laughs> Even though wait, I, wait, wait. I almost blow, blew up your kitchen one night when I tried to cook it. He said, "Oh, you can cook the dinner," but that I was on Fire cook. Island, wasn't no, it? No, that was in your apartment. And Hector and Bobby, his assistants, were so fabulous. Because I'll never were, forget that night mm-hmm. we tripped and 
You were going to cook dinner. Dinner never got <laughs> we cooked. We were tricking. <laughs> and it blew up the apartment. It was 4 o'clock oh in the morning, we and we still hadn't had dinner. Oh, my God. And we <laughs> had... then you went to the other place where you would have dinner. <laughs> but we were only thinking about clothes. Everybody was fighting over Stephen's clothes. No, I'm going to wear that. And if two girls got in a room and there was one Stephen dress, there was a tug war. I'm sure. But you won. <laughs> but you won, and that I, bitch I ain't tried. been seen since. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> the, bury- the bodies are buried. Yes, we won't talk about that. But, oh, do you remember those days? like going down like at oh, 7th yeah. Street. It was so wonderful. We were such a close family. You remember Bobby? You're, Bobby, you're, yeah. you're, oh, Bobby. He used to make those leather pillows. And the leather. press agent of the group. Oh, he was always telling everything to He was the social, social moderator. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> he was always out and telling everything. <laughs> <laughs> telling everybody's tea. <laughs> and he'd decide what parties we would go to. And, and what was oh. Bobby's last name? Oh, Breslow. Breslow. Bobby Breslow. We okay. called him our little Mickey Mouse. He then went really on tiny. to work with Keith Haring. Oh, wow. Well, we just had the pictures in front of the Yeah, that's Keith strange. Herring's. Yeah, history. This is a part of history. Wow. Well, it's so funny. Somebody else was talking about it. And it, it's so funny when you live a long time. You live your life and you go through every day. Yeah. And all of a sudden you realize, oh, my God, I'm part of history. Like John Basquiat and Keith mm-hmm. Haring. You know, mm-hmm. we're all still here. So we're still making history. But, you know. To have to have been around such greatness and and uh, who knew what, I was hanging out with Keith and and the the Puerto Rican yeah, boys. Stephen was who like, knew that was part of history and yeah. and it's crazy. And Studio Fifty Four that was just a place to go to hang out. Who knew it would be such an that important place? Come to late in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. Well, you definitely did your dance in there, honey. <laughs> well, we were dancing on the runway at Henry Bindell's when he opened his boutique, and it was so spectacular. Do you remember that, Stephen? How you designed it? No one had ever seen anything like that. On 57th? When it was on 57th? 57th and Henry Bindels, they gave him a whole boutique floor in that store, which was so important. What year was that? Oh, that was 70. in 1970. 70s, yeah. And he had, when I met Pat. Yeah, the day I went up there, I was a, a mistake, actually. It was <laughs> supposed to be Norma Jean Darden, but somehow they sent me. You know how we all look like. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> they sent me, and it was like going to visit the Wizard of Oz, and I was in It was design. like a sketch of mine walked off the page. <laughs> yeah, and twirled, twirled uh. off the page. Well, he had a lot going on in that studio. There were so many beautiful colors and little drawings, and <laughs> it was like a magical place. Henry Bindel's was our home. Do you remember, like, we had our disc jockey was Don Finley? Don Finley. Yeah, we oh had Bobby God. Russell. The plant, the horticulturist. Oh, we had the whole top floor of Henry Bindel's as Everyone our garden. Had their, every group had their own flower guy. Oh, oh, wow. That was popular then. Stephen had all of those fuchsia. Do you remember? You used to love those little Amaryllis. 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 Oh, he's a flower expert. That was even before <laughs> Remy, the florist at studio, right? Yeah. Remember Remy? Right. Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It was Tony DePace, who was our landscape guy. Wow. And so, yeah, there was a whole... I, I sort of remember, like, again, I, yeah. I kind of hit the city more like late 70s, yeah, 78, yeah, yeah. 80. Yeah, you're the baby. So, yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Um, and there was, like, this whole top floor there. But then they moved Bendel's to Fifth Avenue. Well, and... that was another story. Oh, yeah. They ruined it. Yeah. yeah, they ruined the set. That was like a home for us. And we'd go up and have it's lunch. It's such a labyrinth of a store. Mm-hmm. Oh, we don't yeah. know where you are. <laughs> it was, was all good. these little boutiques within a store and little... Goody two-shoes. Yeah. A was... hair salon. Oh, my goodness. We had a good time in there, didn't we? Oh, my gosh. And we did mm. shows there. We did shows there yeah. with the little golden chairs. 72, 71. Mm-hmm. And then Gerald Geraldine Stutz, Geraldine oh, wow. Stutz was the there. She was the Bindel's owner. She she's gave, the one who hired me. Yeah, she gave you that floor. 
She twirled around in that mirror and said, I'll give you a boutique on the third floor. When can you start? Oh, wow. Just like that one coat and one twirl. She was in the she mood. She was in. She, she was said, in. I'm going to dance and I'm going to wear these clothes because they make me feel free. And then she was there and you had that. And in the boutique, it was like all black. It looked like a night. Nailhead. It was like nailhead in black. Black on shiny uh, patent leather and nailhead uh, walls. Everything was black. No one had ever seen a black room. Yeah, oh, black was like forbidden color. We we talked yeah. about that before too. Yeah. Like black, oh, say dark. Are you? Yeah, <laughs> like dark. It. And you walked in there, and those studs were like sparkling out. All the clothes were covered in studs. You know, Stephen. You remember you said that you didn't like zippers, and you know, right? Was no the buttons. Whole, no buttons. No zippers. So just everything became snaps. Snaps. I have yes. a snap top and you're, today, and it's all snapped yeah, up. Snapped up. Well, I think black <laughs> didn't up. really get worn by people till when was that? Seventies, eighties. The it little black really... dress, eighties. You know, when 80s. everybody got tired anyway <laughs> but it's interesting you know now everybody wears black or i remember when come de garçon put black and blue together and black mm -hmm. and green together and people like nobody that was like a funeral color in in, yeah, in italy if you wore Steven. black and green Steven didn't have yellow was colors. the funeral color the killer of everything and don't make a sample in yellow uh -oh. really today really? it is like the biggest thing yeah oh my god he was so bold he put yellow here and yellow there whatever color <laughs> the so rainbow had you know we were just like rainbow children remember that first day we went out to the park and we did this shooting with the whole tribe it was the first thing for vogue's own boutique for carrie donovan in color yeah in color and who was part of that tribe oh my god oh the same people the same people he had redheads he had ronald white bobby breslow, bobby breslow hector torres and, oh and diane do you remember it too? bobby rovita and, and diane remember your model she was sculpted diana diana she was divine she oh she was always in bizarre she had the cheekbones of life and you could just she was like our marlene dietrich face yeah. you know we all love the old movies didn't we love the old <laughs> movies everybody had to be an old movie star style, you know, except Stephen had us all cut our hair and take our eyebrows off. <laughs> oh, really? You were getting rid of the eyebrows? Yeah. Why? We wanted everything bald and clean. Pat wow. Evans. Pat Evans used to wear his clothes, and she was a bald African-American model. What year were you doing person? that? 68, 68. 69. Mm -hmm. Wow, and everybody thinks of like Ev, you know, Ev for Gautier was... No, no, was it was like, Steven. Steven inspired wow. a lot of designers. A lot of European designers looked at his clothes. They'd never seen anything like that. The metal dress, the block prints, and the jersey with the lettuce hem. The lettuce hem. <laughs> that was a mistake. That's a good mistake. That's how we all got here, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about mistakes. Oh, that was the best. How did that become a... How was that a mistake? Sample hand stretched the hemline of uh, Matt Jersey dress that I was making, and it just developed. It just she just put it through too strong. Yeah, and yeah. Held so it, it too makes tight it and it wave made. and curl. Yeah. And so I started experimenting with doing it further, more extensively, and it became a whole thing. It, wow. Yeah, you did it like in lingerie and sleepwear and called yeah. the Stevies, right? The Stevies. Stevies. And then people were wearing them out to the disco, too. <laughs> so where did B is for Burroughs and Breaking Free come from? Because that's where I remember like being a kid and seeing the perfume ad, right? Mm -hmm. 
Yes. So where did that come? How did that all come about? That was a disaster of my life. Oh. Really? Why do you say that? That was like such a... No, no, that was a big thing for me. It couldn't have It was have a big thing. It was a very big thing. You got to tell what happened, Stephen. You can well, say Well, they whatever. got so greedy over one... To, to sell so much of it, they sold it to 10,000 drugstores uh. after selling it to the top tier. And thought all the top tier returned the merchandise because they could get it cheaper at Weber's. Well, it's sort of what happened to Halston and, and Vidal Sassoon as they, well. Yeah, that happens. But they also, someone else stole the first original name of his perfume, which was going to be called Red. But we don't, we don't want to mention the names. <laughs> Jeffrey Bean. <laughs> Jeffrey. <laughs> we won't mention his name, Jeffrey Bean. <laughs> <laughs> and that was not fair, you know. So those things happen, you know, in fashion. They happen to the best. And yeah, that's how a bitch gets best. cut. I know. But anyway. <laughs> and where's Jeffrey B now? Not here with us. Right. Thank you very much. Yeah, but then Stephen, you know, he set the pace for a lot of people for the new kinds of models that he chose. And, you know, he was sort of like, Stephen's show had these particular models and other designers didn't have them. And then when they came to see Stephen, they would say, can I use your model? I just remember Stephen saying, now you, you know, he said, well, you can, you can go work with Halston too, you know, like he said that because he didn't have me. Stephen had me, you know, and it was like, okay, all right. And he oh, was I sharing. thought it'd be great for you to work for Halston. Yeah, and you just were sharing your models because they had a particular thing. You had Ramona Sanders, you had, you had Karen Burenson, you had all oh, of Oh, you had stuff. Karen before he, also, okay. He had Karen Burenson, you know, and it was like. Yeah, well, Halston, I asked Halston if I could use her. Yeah, they exchanged the girls. Oh, okay. It was like a small family. I believe that's against the law. And that's no, 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 no. Trafficking these <laughs> no, days. No, no, that um, was, no. No, no, no. And was, you were like 13, yeah, uh-huh. No, no, but the funny thing is, like, we were a small family. So there's yeah. Joe Eula and Halston Aww. Steven and, and um, Fernando Sanchez. Oh, Fernando Sanchez was uh -huh. so amazing. Oh, the chiffon. He did, he did a lot of chiffon. Yeah. Giorgio Sanchez. We were yeah. all like friends, you yeah. know, and it wasn't like a battle Valentino. against each other. Valentino was your friend. Even Eve, you know, he loved Steven. And, oh, yeah. you know, um, when they would come to America, they just loved Steven. They couldn't get enough of him. Well, actually, they were looking at your clothes too and thinking that yeah. looks really good. I think I should do it. But anyway, this we is, can't get enough of your clothes to yeah, copy. Yeah, to copy. <laughs> to be inspired. <laughs> to inspired. Stephen was inspiring because he was one of the Americans with the music, with the girls, with the colors. And then we were invited to do this show in Versailles. And it's so important because it changed the face of history for Versailles, America. you have to talk about yeah, Versailles. Yeah, we have to talk about you over there. They've even made a movie. Well, it was <laughs> just a charity event to us. To me, it was just a charity event. And a trip to, to Paris, honey. <laughs> and Oscar, it was something much bigger. Although the press here didn't term it as a fashion event, they termed it as a social e event. So they didn't cover it like they covered a fashion show. Yeah. That's why there's not so much. But it was the Battle it. of Versailles, honey. <laughs> it was a battle. Yeah. So and what was that one shoulder dress? Oh, everything was just exquisite. I mean, oh. Stephen planned this whole thing with the girls. They came out with these feather bones through their hair, and he taught us the vote. A quill, quill, a quill, quill, a quill, and long, a long trains. quill, a long quill. And Alva had the one shoulder, one thing with shoulder, her and her the breast. She had a strapless one. Yeah. That was in Halston. Yeah. Oh, okay, uh -huh. that was awesome. And so we all had these particular looks, like with the longest. Stephen made the longest train that anyone had ever worn, and each of the dresses had a particular length of the train so it started from short to oh, longer to longer wow. and then when we came out at the end Pat Steve, had the longest one and when I came but out but of course Stephen, <laughs> yeah, Stephen she said, was the star of my show yeah and we had to 
we had to dance. And Stephen and I were just like playing around and posing. He says, do that at the end of the runway. And then we invented the voguing. Before Madonna, we did those moves. Before the and House of Extravaganza. Yes, yes, it was definitely our thing. And they just love Stephen so much. And, you know, that, now that's the big thing. They always talk about Stephen Burroughs being the, the one who was peaceful and not creating, you know, trouble for everyone in the show. It was very peaceful where everybody else was berserking and running crazy. Austin and Bill Blast competing with each other with Oscar, you know, those guys. And it was just, a, you know, us at the Versailles in the Hall of Mirrors and having dinner and going around, it was a dream. And it's a it dream was. that people cannot imagine how important it was. And Stephen made the difference. And it seems like just from the stories that I've heard, when I know, in that time, in, in, in the earlier time, and then even into the early 80s, late 70s of Studio 54, there wasn't the racism, I didn't feel like. Maybe there was in the world, but I didn't feel like in the fashion community there wasn't the separate. There was Fernando Sanchez and, and Antonio Lopez and Pat Cleveland and Alvachin and you. And, you know, everybody was together. I, I, I Sterling St. Jacques and Patassa. And, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I didn't yeah. see any, I didn't understand racism because I just didn't understand it. And then suddenly, where did it all come from? You know, I mean, then yeah, suddenly. Yeah, well, that's just a black and white thing of America. But other than that, Stephen went to Paris and he went to the, the, the Chambre du Syndicate de la Mode. Oui. They invited him to do a show at the Louvre. And that's Madeira. the couture, right? That's, that's the couture, couture yeah. show. He did that, and his things were sold in Germany, Munich, every everything. And he did this whole thing uh, for, oh, my God, so many wonderful people. Michelle Obama. He dressed Michelle Obama in a jumpsuit. When did you that, dress Michelle uh, Obama? I need to hear more about oh, that. Oh, dear. I uh -oh. guess it was... 2009. Yes, do you have a picture time. of that? <laughs> no. No way. No, people way. didn't do a lot of pictures then. That's why it's so mysterious. You know, all the things about Stephen and, you know, all of this and, and excitement Stephen is him. like a, a hidden secret that's not hidden. You know, well, I mean, it's like... Yeah, but they've had that wonderful show at the uh, museum, the New York Museum. They had a retrospect and they had a whole show about his wonderful collection. And there's even a, a book uh, about his collections in, in the uh, museum. There. Can we still get it? Of course you can get that. What's the book called? Mm -hmm. um, that's uh, what, what, uh, let me get this right now. It's the, the, when the fashion, fashion dance. When fashion dance. When fashion right? dance. When fashion ooh, dance. Ooh, that's mm -hmm. all chant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what we do. We dance our way through the world. What do you think your favorite moment in all your time in fashion is? 1973. <laughs> and what was when that? I won the Cody and Versailles. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. In the same year. Three Cody's. Three Cody's. <laughs> 73, <laughs> 74, and 1977. Wow. The Winnie. And then you went along, you got the Council of American Fashion Critics Award, 1975, uh, Knitted Textile Association Crystal Ball Award, 1975, and the Bronze Plaque on the Fashion Walk of Fame, 2002. So you can still walk on Stephen Burroughs <laughs> if you go down to 7th <laughs> Avenue. I step on your ass every day there. Yeah, I tell <laughs> people, go by and step on me. Go by and step walk on me. Go to 7th me. Avenue. Yeah. You know, I think it's so interesting. One of the one of the things I think as we've now that we're in all in our 30s, late 30s, um, you think like you have this career <laughs> and, and uh, as you get older, well, you get really bad at math <laughs> um, for the second time. As you go through a career and you have a, you have a really big career and you think, wow, I've made it. You know, I'm going to be rich. I'm going to be famous. I'm going to be successful forever. How do I? And then all of a sudden. There's struggle, you know. I mean, it it isn't forever. Like you, I, right. I never understood. Nobody told us that part. Like kids, if you're listening, any kids listening, 
everything is not forever. And just because you have this big success and you, I I think that was such a huge thing. Like, but the success is having your life and living the way you want and being creative. And you have done that and you've made everyone proud of you, uh, inspired everyone. And look at, look at the work at Target. Like, I think it's so amazing that, 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 and then the new generations have gotten to discover your work with the work you've done with Target. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Tell us about it. Come on now. Don't be shy. (laughs) Well, that was the easiest thing that you don't could tell do. them that they won't give you that much money the next time. Gotta <laughs> 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 say it was really hard. But coming back is just important to have people understand what that fun is in wearing those garments. Didn't you say clothes are like toys? Yes. Uh huh. And you brought that's that. how I feel out of them. Yeah. Clothes and are like toys. You gotta keep bringing them toys. out and playing with them. <laughs> yeah, clothes are like toys, yeah. and you brought in it to colorful, Target in in col- colorful. Ways. Yeah, and it makes people feel colorful in their life, like a rainbow and like, you know, moving forward and having all of these wonderful experiences. What would be your advice right now about life and, and design? And how would you tell somebody? Well, in design, uh-huh. in, uh, in any field you pick, just make sure it's something that you love doing. Follow your dream. What if people say no? What if people say you can't do that? And what if it doesn't work out the first 200 times? I can't answer that. (laughs) Keep going. Keep going. You know, I mean, I think we all, you know, people say no. Like, you know, people say no and the world says no. But you have had such a colorful life. And just thank you for sharing that with us. Thank you. Yeah, we're so proud of you. Thank you, Stephen. You're my friend. Uh, I love you very much. And this is going to help a lot of people have inspiration. So wait a minute. Oh, Boutique, there's like a famous story of Jimi Hendrix speaking of fringe at, at Oh, Boutique. Right. One of our customers had an affair with him. Ooh, I love it. And one morning he woke up to Jimi Hendrix running around in the leather pants he had just bought, which were, happened to be from Oh, Boutique. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I just lived. Oh, my God. Why oh, wasn't it me? Why so wasn't good. it me? Miles Davis it? wore Betty <laughs> Davis's pants. Oh my god! Oh my god! Wait, everybody was wearing everybody Stop. else's pants. Now everybody's in each other's pants. Oh, with well, now fringes. everybody's in everybody's pants. It was just different then. They yeah, were in everybody. Yeah, they were wearing fashion. Yeah, <laughs> fashion. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I hope you enjoyed that interview as much as I did. Just sitting with Stephen and Pat is like being caught in this amazing time warp of history where the 70s, the 80s, the 60s, and the 90s all just converge and you feel like, wow, did I miss something or was I a part of all that? And the Betty Davis, Miles Davis story is hysterical, hysterical. I I literally had to Google (laughs) to find out was Betty Davis with Miles Davis? It is the the, the black pop singer, <laughs> Betty Davis. Not the actress, not the Academy Award winning actress, Betty Davis. I just wanted to clarify that because that was such a funny story. And, and we just were laughing about that. And Stephen just couldn't understand why we were so in shock over that story. And what about that Jimi Hendrix story? That was juicy. There's some takeaway gossip. Ding, 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 ding. Extra gossip to go. I hope you love that story as much as I do. And I hope you will join us next week for another amazing and exciting edition of True Crime, Fashion and Passion. You are going to love it. See you next week.